How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daflam Ches, Daf Thirty-Eight of Masechet Gittin. Friends, friends, friends. All right, friends. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay. Um. Here's the deal, friends. All right. We're starting a new suga. Things are going to get complicated. Today, I think it's somewhat manageable. We're actually also we're going to stop. Even I think I think a little bit less than halfway on Lamed Ches Samud Base. The reason why is because that get started on a whole new sugya. And we got a whole bunch to do on Lamed Zayin Amud Beis. I didn't want to start there. I didn't want to start the new Mishnah yesterday because this starts a whole new... Th- I don't like... I th- guess I don't really like to like start a, a complicated sugya at the end of the daf. You know, like, I'm tired, you're tired. You don't want to like open a whole can of worms like when you're already almost at the end. You know what I mean? Um... That would also probably add like at least another 20 minutes. Like you don't want to get into like a big sugi at the very end. You know, you kind of want to wrap things up, I think. I think anyway. So like I didn't want to start this next Mishnah because there's a bunch here uh, yesterday. And also I'm going to stop on Lamed Chesimut Beis with a chunk to do because that starts a whole thing, hectic and stuff. And like I just I don't want to open up that can of worms like when everybody's already like, you know, been listening for like 40 minutes already. Um, okay, so that so that so that's sort of the uh, background. I feel like yesterday I ended the um, uh, daf a little bit abruptly. I feel like, uh, but anyways, all right. Just uh, I, I gotta move a shtickle. That's the truth. Uh, so okay, here we go. We are at the Mishnah. I'm uh, I don't know twenty plus lines from the bottom. Eved shenishba ufda'u. Okay, so if you have an Evid, and the Evid was taken captive, okay, ufda'uhu, but people redeemed the Evid. Now, the, the, the master did not redeem the Evid. Other yidn, right, this mitzvah, pidgin, shvuyim, although we're going to see it, maybe it's taka, a machlokus about if it's a, actually a mitzvah, uh, pidgin, shvuyim by an Evid. But anyways, other people were poda the Evid, not the master. So now, Evid shenishba ufda'uhu, so... If there was an Evid who was taken captive and um, and he was redeemed, im lishum Evid yishtaibid. So if they redeemed him to continue being an Evid, so he continues being an Evid, im lishum ben Chorin lo yishtaibid. But if they redeemed him um, to be a free fellow, so then he doesn't, uh, he's no longer an Evid, he's a free fellow. Reb Shimon ben Gamliel Omer ben Kach ben Kach Yishtaibed. Reb Shimon ben Gamliel says no. Regardless of the intentions of the redeemers, um, he uh, he remains a um, an Evid. Says the Gemara. B'may Oskinon. What are we talking about? Ilema lifne Yeush. If we're talking about before Yeush, me right Yeush of who? Yeush of the master of the owner. That if the owner has not yet given up hope of getting back his Evid, right? If the owner has not yet given up hope of getting back his Evid, so then the Shum Ben Chorin Amai Lo Yishtaibid. So then, why does the Tanakama say that if they redeem him to be free, so he doesn't go back to the master? Who cares why they redeemed him? If the owner lost his Evid, the Evid was taken captive and was kidnapped. And and the owner never gave up hope of getting back his Evid, so the Evid still belongs to the owner. Now these people redeemed the Evid, who cares what their intention was? The Evid still belongs to the owner. So 
So Okay, so maybe we're talking about where the owner already gave up hope of getting back the Eved, and the Eved no longer belongs to the owner. But if that's the case, the Shum Eved Amayishtaibid. But if that's the case, if the redeemers redeemed the Eved to continue being an Eved, why does he continue being an Eved? The owner already gave up, you know, he gave up hope of ever getting the Eved back. The Eved is no longer an Eved. So then why are we saying that if they redeem him to continue being an Eved, he remains, he continues to be an Eved, but the master already gave up hope. He's no longer an Eved. Okay, so Amr Abaye le'olam lifne Yehush. So Abaye explains that really it's talking about before Yehush. The owner has not yet given up hope. As far as the owner, right, the owner still plans to retrieve his Eved. So if that is the case, so then, so then, how come when this group redeems the Eved L'Shem Ben Chorin, he goes free? I mean, the, how, 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 how do they determine that the Eved goes free? The, the Eved still belongs to the owner. So, so really it is before Yeyush, and the owner still plans to get back his Eved. So now if the redeemers redeem the Eved to continue being an Eved, so he goes back to his original owner. The Shum Ben Chorin, but if they redeem him to be a free fellow, Lo Yishtaibid, Lo Lerabo Rishon, Velo Lerabo Sheni, then he is a free fellow. He does not continue being an Evid, not to his first owner, nor to the group of people that redeemed him. Lerabo Sheni, Lo, he doesn't become a uh, Evid to the Redeemer. I don't know if it's, what does it say? Ufta Uhu. Yeah, I don't know if it's a group of Redeemers or one person who redeemed him. I don't think it makes a difference. Um, right, um, but just in the mission it says Fta'uhu, it sounds like they redeemed him, which sounds like it's a group, whereas over here it says Lerabo Sheni, which sounds like it's one person. Okay, whatever it is. So, he was redeemed, he does not become an Eved to the, right, to the second, to the Redeemer, because the Halashum Ben Chorin Parke, because the Redeemer redeemed him to be a free fellow. Lerabo Risho Namilo, but even though the owner never gave up hope to get back the Evid, still the Evid does not go back to the owner because Dilma Mimane Velo Parke. Because we want to encourage people to redeem ca- uh, captives, whether they're a Yisrael, whether they are an Evid. And if you have a fellow who redeems this Evid and he wants the Evid to be a free fellow, but we say, no, the master never gave up hope and therefore he goes back to his master. Then people might not redeem Avadim. And we want people to redeem Avadim. So we say, if the redeemer redeemed the Eved to be a free fellow, then he automatically goes free, even if the owner never gave up hope of getting him back. But Reb Shimon ben Gamliel argues with the Tan comment says no, regardless of if the redeemers redeemed the Eved to be a Eved or a Ben Choron, regardless he remains an Eved because Kasavar Reb Shimon ben Gamliel holds Kishem she liftos es bnei Choron kach mitzvah liftos es ravadim that that but that just like um, there is a mitzvah to redeem a Yisrael, there is also a mitzvah um, uh, to redeem an Eved and. And um, and therefore, says Rav Shemuel, because there's a mitzvah to redeem an eved, so people will not refrain from doing a mitzvah just because they want the eved to uh, go uh, free, um, um, right? Meaning, so 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 even if they redeem the eved so that he will go free, 
Um, and yet we say that he still goes back to the master either way, regardless of their intention, they're still going to redeem the Evid anyways, since it's a mitzvah. And therefore, Abshim Ben-Gamil says that either way, he remains an Evid. Rava Omar says, Rava, the olam la'achar yehush. So Rava argues with Abai, and he says, no, it's talking about the, the, the owner did give up hope. The owner already gave up hope. Ulashum Eved, yeshtaibid l'rabo sheni. So if the redeemers redeem the Eved to be an Eved, well then, he becomes an Eved to the redeemers. Lashum ben Chorin, but if um, he is redeemed to be a um, free fellow, lo yeshtaibid lo l'rabo rishon v'lo l'rabo sheni. Then he does not become an Eved to anybody, right? Not to the first, not to the original owner, not to the redeemer. Um, he would not be an evid to the uh, redeemer because the redeemer uh, redeemed him in order to um, be a free fellow. And also, he would not be an evid to the original owner since the original owner already gave up hope. So if the redeemer Redeem the Evid to be an Evid, so then he'll be an Evid to the Redeemer. But if to be a free fellow, he's a free fellow. Rabban Shivan ben Gamliel Omer, where Rabban Shivan ben Gamliel says, Benkach uvenkach yeshtaibed, that says Rabban Shivan ben Gamliel that either way, the Evid is an Evid. Um, you know, even if the, right, so, so meaning the owner has already given up hope. And says Rabban Shivan ben Gamliel that even if the Redeemer um, um, redeems the Eved to be an Eved, uh, to be free, still he remains an Eved. like Chizkia, the Omar Chizkia, that says, um, Chizkia. One second, I just want to see something. Do, uh, do, okay, whatever. It says Chizkia, why do they say, that regardless of if um, he was redeemed to be free or to be an Eved, he remains an Eved. Because we don't want a situation where any Eved can just go and um, put himself in a um, you know dangerous situation where he'll get captured. And then when he gets redeemed, he'll be able to go free. So therefore, in order to prevent a situation like that, we say that either way he remains in Evid. Mesvi we have a kasha. Omar Lord Rabshimagamlil. The Rabshimagamlil says to the Chachomim, Kishem she mitzvah liftos es bnei chorin, kach mitzvah liftos es avadim. That just like there is a mitzvah to um, redeem uh, free fellows, there's also a mitzvah to redeem avadim. So bishtomalabai, the Omar lifne yeyush. So I understand, according to Abaye, who says, that it is uh, before Yeyush. That it's talking about um, before Yeyush. And the owner had not yet given up hope. And we say that even so, that right, and, and according to the Tanakama, the Tanakama says that even though the master has not yet given up hope, still, if the redeemers redeem the Evid to be free, he goes free in order to encourage people to redeem the Avodim. But to, and that is what Rabbi Shimon Gamliel responds, and he says we don't need to encourage people to redeem avodim because kishem, right? That just like there's a mitzvah to redeem free people, there's also a mitzvah to redeem avodim. 
and therefore, and therefore, and therefore, you, they don't need any extra encouragement. And they'll do it anyways because it's a mitzvah. And even if they redeem the, the Evid to be free, uh, still he'll remain in Evid. Um, but according to Rav, but according to Rav who says that it's after Yeyush, well then, well then, Rav Shem ben Gamliel's rationale for ben kach, ben kach, he's an Evid, is not because of, well, just like there's a mitzvah to be Podeh Bnei Chorin, there's also a mitzvah to be Podeh Avodim. No, it's because of Chizkiah, that we want to prevent people from right, Avodim, from just uh, getting kidnapped, you know, getting themselves in a situation where they'll be taken captive so that they can go free afterwards because they assume that they'll be redeemed. So Amalach Ravah, so Ravah will explain Rabbi Shem ben Gamliel in the following way. Rabbi Shem ben Gamliel lo have a yada, my kamer Rabbanon. Rabbi Shem ben Gamliel did not know how the rabbi, right, how the rabbis were, what the rabbis were assuming. Whether they were assuming that the Mishnah is talking about before Yehush or after Yehush. And this is what Rabbi Shem ben Gamliel said to them. So if you're talking about before Yehush, that the, that the owner had not yet given up hope, well, Hanu, Kishem. Well, okay, then that's the Kishem. Right? I mean, the owner has not yet given up hope. And the Tanakhama says that um, even so, if they redeem him to be a Ben Chorin, um, he does not go back to the Ebed, even the master, even though the master did not give up hope. And that's because we want to encourage people to do Pidyon Shvim, to which Rav Shem responds. And he says, no, it's a mitzvah to be Poda in Ebed, and people are going to do it anyways. And if we're talking about after Yehush, after um, the owner gave up hope, so then, so then, um, so then the reason why Rav Shem Ben Gamliel says that nonetheless, he goes back to his master, is, um, it's because of, it's because of Chizkiah that, um, we, that we don't want a situation where, 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 um, these avodim can just put themselves in a situation where they become captives and they'll go free. Uluravu da Amar laachar yeush. Ulurabo sheni. So now, according to Ravi, who says that it's talking about laachar yeush, and when it says that if it's laachar yeush, and if it's laachar yeush, that the owner had already given up hope, and we say that if the redeemer redeems the evid, with the intention of the evid remaining in evid. It means to remain an Evid to him, the Redeemer, because the owner already gave up hope, so it doesn't go back to the original owner, it goes to the Redeemer. But, uh, where am I? Raboshani Mimai Konile. But who is the Redeemer being Kone, the Evid, from? Mishabo'e, from the captors. Shabo'e Gufe, Mi Konile. But did the captors themselves? Were they themselves Kone the Eved that the Redeemer could now make a Kenyan on the Eved from the captors? In yes, the uh, captors did own the Eved. They they acquired the Eved for his work. That any work, so even though his goof, his body doesn't say uh, belong to them, but his work belongs to them. That any work he does would go to them. says as Ovid Yodov. How do I know that an Ovid Kochovim can acquire another Ovid Kochovim for his Maisei uh, Yodayim, for his work? 
Shinemar the Pazik says, Toshov that also among the um, the 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 uh, residents who live among you, Mayim Tiknu, you can uh, purchase from them. Atem Konimeim you can purchase from them, they cannot purchase from you. and they cannot purchase from one another. Right? The uh, these other people living amongst the Yidden cannot purchase one another. Yacholo yiknu Is it possible that they cannot purchase one another? Yacholo yiknu What do you mean? Is it possible they cannot purchase one another? We just said a second ago that they cannot purchase one another. This is what it means. That they cannot purchase one, right, one amongst themselves for their goof, for their body. Is it possible that they also cannot acquire one another for their property, for uh, for for their work, for for the output of their work? So Amit Kavachomer. Well, it can say the following Kavachomer. Ovid Kochavim Yisrael Kone. Right, the right the Torah says that they that an Ovid Kochavim can be Kone a Yisrael even, but for his work, not his guf, but his but his Maisiyadain. Ovid Kochavim, Ovid Kochavim, Lokol Shikin. Well, then certainly an Ovid Kochavim can purchase another Ovid Kochavim for his work. The Ema Hanimile Bekaspa, but maybe I'll say they could purchase one another um, with money, but right with a, by, by paying money about the Chazaka law. But now with the Chazaka, such as you know doing something to to to, to show that the fellow is is an Evid, you know take his uh, clothing after him to the bathhouse or something, show that he's a that he's an Evid. Um, so maybe when we say that an Ovi Kochavim can acquire another Ovi Kochavim that's with money, but not with a Chazaka, and the way, and, and the captors are, would be a, a Kona, this Eved, be Chazaka, not with, not, not, they're not paying money for him. So I'm a Papa, Amun Moav, Toaru, Besichon, that Amun Moav sort of prepared the, um, the property, but I think the land of Eretz Yisrael, I think, with Sichon, right? But the person, the point being that they were able to be, uh, um, be Kona, the, the land, with a Chazaka. Ashkhan Ovi Kochavim, Ovi Kochavim, Ovi Kochavim, Yisrael Minolan, Dechzev Vayish Bimenu Shevi. Nahara, okay, fine. So we see that an Ovi Kochavim can, um, acquire land and, and also Avadim with a Chazaka. But how do I know that they can also acquire Yin with a Chazaka? As it says, Vayish Bimenu Shevi, that the, um, that the, um, that, that they, that these Kananim uh, took captives from the Yidin, so apparently they're able to be Kona these Yidin, even without money, but just by captivity. Wow. Whew, that was a mouthful. That was like 20 minutes. And that is why, imagine if I did this at the end of yesterday's daf. You know, yesterday's daf already wasn't necessarily a walk in the park. It was talking about Prusbol and stuff like that. Imagine if, you know, right at the end, when you're trying to get up towards the end of the daf, 20 minutes of like, Yeush, Lifne Yeush, Lachar Yeush, Machlokas, That's why I did this all together. And that's also why we're going to stop today's daf, you know, prematurely, because I don't want to start another big, humongous sugya at the end of today's daf. But now I think, I think it like lightens up a little bit, I think, possibly. Amr B'Shem Bar Abba, Sesu B'Shem Bar Abba, Amr B'Yochna, the name of B'Yochna, Evet Shebarach Mi Besa Asurim, Yotzel Lecheris. So if you have an Evid who runs away from prison, right? So he's, I guess, taken captive and he runs away from captivity, from prison. So he goes free. He goes free. Not only that, but we force his, uh, his owner to write a get shikhur so that says Rashi said now he can marry, right? Because uh, Evid Kanani, who goes free, becomes a Yid. 
And now he can get, he needs to get Shikhar in order to be able to marry a Jewish woman. Tanan, but one second, we learn in our Mishnah, says that when an Evid is redeemed, whether it's the shame Abdus, whether it's the shame Ben Chorin, he, he, he remains an Evid. That whenever we have Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel in our Mishnah, the halacha is like Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. Except for these three cases, there are three exceptions. So now, so now on the one hand, we have Rabbi Shimon bar Abba quoting Rabbi Yochanan as saying that if an Evid runs away, from 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 jail, he goes free. Yet Rabbi Yochanan also says that we always pass like Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. And Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel had said that when an Eved is redeemed, he remains an Eved. So Bishlomel Abaye. So I understand according to Abaye, Muki lalahai lifnei Yehosh vaylaachor Yehosh. Abaye had said that our mission is talking about before Yehosh. So we could say that because that our mission is talking about before Yehosh, and Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says. That either way he remains an Evid because the owner never gave up hope. But you could say that when an Evid runs away from prison, he goes free because the owner had already given up hope and he goes free. But according to Rav, who says that our mission is talking about after the owner gave up hope. The owner had already given up hope and still says that the Evid remains an Evid. And yet, Right, and Rabbi Yochanan says that we pass in Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, and yet Rabbi Shimon Ben Abba quotes Rabbi Yochanan as saying that an Evid who runs away goes free. So Kasha. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, so Rabbi Yochanan seems to be contradicting himself. Oh my Lord, Ravus Rav will answer, Time am I. How come Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel says that the Evid goes back to the uh, remains in Evid, even if he's redeemed. Mishum de Chizkiah. Right? Rav explained that according to Abshim ben Gamliel, that either way, the Evid goes back to his owner because we're concerned about Chizkiah, that we don't want Avadim to try to go free by just setting themselves up for being captured and redeemed and then going free. So shiny Hashta, but this is, this is clearly different. He was willing to risk his life by running away from, from, from these people. You really think, meaning, the whole point of Chizkiah is that we want to avoid people turning them, themselves into, turning them into, cap, becoming captives, right? Going into captivity in order to get redeemed. This person is willing to risk his life to escape being a captive. Certainly, we don't have to be concerned, concerned about him turning himself in to be a captive in order to get redeemed. I'm say Demar Shmuel Ishtaboy. So Shmuel had a Shifra uh, Knainis and she was taken captive. Parkua Lishum Amoso. So now uh, people redeemed her with the intention of her remaining a Shifra Knainis. Vishajule and they sent her back to Shmuel. They redeemed her and sent her back to Shmuel. Shalchulei, and they sent to Shmuel, Onan Kabshim ben Gamliel, Svirlan, that we, the redeemers, hold like Rabshim ben Gamliel, that uh, we hold like Rabshim ben Gamliel, that either way she remains a Shifcha Kneinis, and we're returning her to you.
And even if you, Shmuel, hold like the rabbis, who say, they make a distinction between the intention of the redeemers, well, you should know, we redeemed her in order for her to remain in Amma, and we are returning her to you in that capacity. Now they assumed, now they assumed that Rebbe had not yet uh, that Shmuel had not yet given up hope of getting her back, and therefore, right? They said, look, if it's like Rav Shimon Gamliel, either way, she, she remains in Evan, she goes back to Shmuel, and if it's like the Rabbanon, so 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 we're saying, look, if if he has not yet given up hope, we redeemed her to remain in Amma, we're sending her back to Shmuel, who never gave up hope. Velohi, but that's not true. The truth is that Shmuel had already given up hope of getting her back. And Shmuel says, look, um, she's free. She's not uh, coming back to me. Right? I already um, gave up uh, hope. I already uh, gave up hope. And says Shmuel, that she's free and she doesn't even need a get shikhor. Shmuel, the time Shmuel goes according to his reasoning, the Amr Shmuel, that Shmuel says, Hamafkir Abdo, that if a person uh, uh, makes his Evid Hefker, Yatsa Lecheris, the Evid goes free, Venutzar get shikhor, and does not need a get shikhor. Shinema, as the Pazuk says, Vachol Evid Ish Miknas Kesef, that the Evid of an Ish, so Evid Ish, Velo Evid Isha, what, only, only if it's an Evid of a man, not the Evid of a woman? That an Eved who his master has, uh, you know, has, has ownership over is called an Eved. But if the master does not have, rishus, have like ownership over, dominion over the Eved, so he's not considered an Eved and he doesn't even need a get. So therefore, um, Shmuel had given up hope of getting back his uh, maidservant and therefore she's completely free. I'm also the Rab Abba Barzutra Ishtaboy. Um, Rab Abba Barzutra's maidservant was taken captive. And while in captivity, a certain Tarmodoa, a certain Ovid Kochavim fellow, uh, bought her, purchased her, and she was going to be his wife. Okay. Shalchule Lidide. So, the Yidden sent to Rab Abba Barzutra, Iyos Avadit, if you want to do the right thing, you know, if you want to redeem her and, 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 you know, do what you can to fix this, Shidar La Gita Dechayrisa, send her a document, get Shechur, saying that she's free. Hechi Dami, now one second, what's the, how come Rab Abba Barzutra would be sending her a get Shechur? If they would be able to redeem her from this fellow who, who, who purchased her to marry her, well then So why do I need a get shikhor? Just go and, 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 you know, redeem her. If this fellow is uninterested in, in letting her be redeemed, Well then what good is sending her a get shikhor? I mean, the guy does, is not interested in, in releasing her. So you can answer that really they are able to redeem her. Right? I.e. this fellow who purchased her as a, for a wife um, is willing to let her be redeemed from him. 
and once Rabbi Abba Bar Zutra sends a, a get shikhr to her, then people will find out about this situation, and people will contribute money and resources so that she can be redeemed. So this is just a way to kind of create awareness among the community so that they will chip in to, to redeem her. Alternatively, alternatively, it's talking about where this fellow was not interested in um, allowing her to be redeemed. But once he sends a, um, once Rabbi Abba Bar Zutra sends a get shikhur, well then, mitzila ba'ape umefarikla, well then, um, he will, she will be cheapened in his eyes and he will allow her to then be redeemed. That meaning once people know that she was the evid of a, of a Jew, so then they won't, then, then, then he'll be self-conscious about marrying the evid, the shifcha of a Jew, and he will allow her to be redeemed. So therefore the point of sending this get shikhur is to, so that to kind of embarrass him into, um, into allowing her to be redeemed. But one second, don't we say, don't we say that by the Oivdei Kachovim, that they prefer to be with the behemas of the Yidin rather than with their own wives. So therefore, if they would be okay with being with the behemas of the Yidin, certainly they would be okay with being with the Shifra of the Yidin. After all, it's the same species. Well, that's only in private. In private, they would prefer to be with the behemoths of the Yidin rather than with their own wives. But if it, in public, in, in once uh, people are watching, well, then all of a sudden they don't they don't even want to be with the shifchas of the Jews. There's a certain um, um, uh, shifcha knanes who was in Pumpedisa. And the people were uh, doing a various with uh, with her. Shmuel, if not for the fact that Yudah said the name of Shmuel, that a fellow is violating a mitzvah's essay by freeing an Evid, I would um, I would uh, I would compel her owner to free her and write a get shikhur so that she can get married to a uh, to to a Jewish fellow and 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 you know, move on with her life. And then she'll be married and, you know, people won't be doing affairs with her anymore. Um, where am I? So, 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 so says Abai, look, Rav Yudah says in the name of Shmuel, that if you, if you free an Evid, so then you're over on, on, on a mitzvah's essay. So Abai says, if not, you know, I, ideally I would have the owner of this uh, Shifcha Kneinis Free her, free her, give her a get shikhur so she can get married and people won't be doing averis with her anymore. But uh, look, it's violating a mitzvah's essay to free an evan. Ravina Omar kiha mode Rav Yehuda mishumilsa di isur. So now Ravina um, says, but Rav Yehuda would admit that in a situation like this where people are doing averis with her, then um, he, then then you can um, um, uh, free her and, and give her a get shikhur so that she can marry a Jewish uh, fellow. Now Abai doesn't agree with that. Abai says that even in a kid's situation where they're doing averis with her, um, um, still Abai would say, no, you can't free an Evan. There was an episode with a woman who was 50% shifcha, 50% baschon. She was 50% still, still a shifcha, but she was 50% uh, freed. 
and they forced uh, her, 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 the, her owner, right? It's like, I think the situation that this happens is, is like if you have two people who, who own a shifra jointly and then one of them frees her, so now she's 50% Evet, 50% Benchom, Baschorin, Shifra 50% Baschorin. I think that's what it's talking about. And then we, we're saying that we would compel the, the one who still owns her to, to, to release her. And if Nachman says it's because that it was a situation where they were doing Averis with her. So apparently, in a situation of Averis, it's okay to, to be, to, 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 to free an Evid. So, look, that was a situation where she was 50% free, 50% Shifcha. So in that case, yes, we we would we would uh, tell the the the, the fellow to, to free her because she's basically stuck in a predicament where where she can't marry an evid because she's fifty percent freed and she can't marry a, a yid because she's fifty percent shifcha. So she's basically stuck, and people are doing various with her. But over here, if she's a shifcha kinainis and people are doing various with her, but her, her her master rather than freeing her and being over in the essay according to Abai, she could the the master can just give her uh, have her be married to a uh, well have have her be together with a an evid kanani and they could be together and then you know they'll together they'll make sure that nobody's doing a virus uh, with her Ooh, man I'll tell you Hever, I recorded yesterday's dot today's Friday. I recorded yesterday, yesterday's daf and today's daf on a Friday afternoon. Both of these dafs were like, not the easiest dafs. I'm still exhausted now. We're like at the end of the second daf. We just gotta push, man. We just gotta push. We just gotta push, 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 push. Kufa. We said earlier, Amr Avira Amr Shmuel, Kola Meshachar Avdo over Be'ese. So we said earlier, that says uh, the that if a fellow is uh, frees in Evid, so he's over on the mitzvah on the mitzvah's essay. Shenem, as the pasuk says, "La'olim boim tavodim." That you have to, you know, keep them as avodim forever. Meisve. But we have a kasha. This is a kasha from Daf Mem Zayin of Masechta Brachis. I remember learning Daf Mem Zayin of Masechta Brachis in Netanya on a Shabbos afternoon in uh, two thousand and uh, two thousand six, two thousand six, Shabbos afternoon in the time of two thousand six. It's probably mamish. It's probably mamish. Uh, it's probably mamish right about now. What's it? June. Probably mamish right about now. Probably mamish right about right now. Uh, that would have been uh, seventeen years ago. So the olam b'mitzvah. So meizvei ma'ase b'reb Eliezer shenichnas b'beis haknesses. The Abliyazer came into a synagogue for Lomotsu Asar, and there wasn't a minion there. There was only nine. V'shecher Avdu v'shlimul Asar, and the Abliyazer freed his Evet so that so that he would be a uh, so he would be able to be counted in the minion. So how could Rabbi Abliyazer free his Evet? I thought I thought I thought he'd be violating Mitzvah's essay. Mitzvah shiny, yeah, but he was not wasn't doing it for fun. He was doing it in order that they would have a minion, which is for a mitzvah. So that's why it was okay. Tanur Rabbanu Olam Boim Tavodu Rishos Tivei Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Kiva Omer Chovah. One second, we have a brayso, we have machlokas of Yishmuel and Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Shmuel says that when it says the Olam Boim Tavodu that you have to keep them as avodim forever, says Rabbi Shmuel that that's optional. If you want, you can keep them, but you don't have to keep them as an evid forever. Whereas Rabbi Kiva says no, you must. It's a chovah, it's an obligation. 
So maybe Rabbi Eliezer simply holds like Rabbi Shmuel. Maybe that's why he freed his Ebed, because he holds that the Pasuk of Lo'olam Ba'em Tavodu is not a Chova, it's a Rishus. It's optional. Lo Sakadaitech, no. That, that, that can't be. Tatani Ubehedja, we learned explicitly in a Bryce of Rabbi Eliezer, Omer Chova, that Rabbi Eliezer says that it's obligatory, that you must, and this is, this is not an optional, you must uh, keep your Ebed forever. Omar, Rabba says Rabba Behani plus Mile regarding these three things, Nachte by Lebat and Minichseon, people lose all of their um, wealth. Temafke Avdayu the Cherusa, number one, because they free their Avodim. Vidisayre Nichsayu Bishabata, or they go to their fields on Shabbos in order to, they're not going to work their field because it's Shabbos, but they're looking around saying, oh, okay, I'm going to have to water this more tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to have to fix this this week. You know, he's not doing the Avodim, but he's surveying his property on Shabbos. Um, and thirdly, people who davka have their Shabbos Suda at the time, right, on Shabbos they would have a big, Shabbos, a big Shabbos Drosha and everybody would come uh, uh, to hear the Drosha and to study Torah on Shabbos. And people who are davka having their Shabbos Suda while the Drosha is going on and not attending the Drosha. So because of those three things, people who are freeing the Avodim, people are surveying their property, their fields, and people who are uh, having their Shabbos Suda during the Drosha, because of that, people lose their uh, property. People lose their wealth. That there were two uh, families in Jerusalem. That one of them would have their suda on Shabbos while the uh, Joshua was going on. And one of them had their suda on Erev Shabbos. And Rashi gives two explanations of what that can mean. One is that they would make their big suda on Erev Shabbos on Friday night rather than on Shabbos day, even though, uh, right, that it's better to have the bigger Suda on Shabbos day. But because they didn't want to miss the Drasha, so they had a big Suda on Friday night. But the truth is, they have it backwards. You have to have the proper, the main Suda during the day. Alternatively, they had a big Suda on Friday afternoon, so then they weren't uh, hungry for Shabbos Suda. Wow, both of them got uprooted. The family that uh, had uh, uh, Shabbos Suda during the time of the Drosha, as well as the people that would have the Shabbos Suda on Erev Shabbos, they got in trouble. Okay, I think we're going to stop here. Yeah, because I'll just read you the next line. Omer Rabba, Omer Rabba, Maktish Abdu Yotzel Cheres, my time a gufe lo kodesh lidmei lo kaomer. Dude, yeah, this is a this is a whole a whole sugya. We're not getting into this, especially as I just said how exhausted I am. This is going to be a whole sugya. This if we do this now, it's another twenty minutes. We're not gonna. And anyways, it continues on to tomorrow. Yeah, we got some like real stuff coming up. I got some real stuff coming up, friends. That was the Lamur Ches of Masechta. Again, I hope you enjoy. Peace out.